a year ago, I was breaking and I was usually like the only one live and it was awesome. <laughs> What's up, everyone? We are back with our second interview here at the Mink Collective. We're joined by Binder from Whatnot, of course, Nate again. Uh, I know no one's excited to see him again, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm very excited to have Binder here. Whatnot is a platform that has been obviously growing a lot over the last year. Um, we've been doing a lot of selling there ourselves, breaking. It's been a great time. Formula One, soccer, baseball with Nate, soccer with Nate too. And uh, it's just been very fun to see the growth. And Binder, we're here to ask you about it, man. It's been a crazy ride. You've been there for a while now. Mm -hmm. Tell us about how you got involved and just like what, what the overall goal is as whatnot. Cool. So yeah, um, before COVID, I was in consulting. Job got really slow and started breaking uh, on YouTube, doing a little breaks on the side. Um, got hit up by whatnot to start breaking on, on the, the platform. I had no idea what it was. Super confusing to me. Um, but started breaking there and just fell in love with the platform. Hopped on the phone with a lot of people at the company and provided them feedback and long story short quit my job and joined the team full-time about a year ago that's crazy that's yeah. crazy so t tell me like for a lot of people i think they don't really know how whatnot started or when did they yeah. even start because i think with even for us it's like man within the last like you know eight months to a year it's been like okay whatnot's here what was it before that and how long was it actually here for yeah so december of 2019 it started off as like a funko pop marketplace oh. so think like StockX for Funko Pops. They come through our warehouse, get authenticated, get shipped off to the, after they're you know, authenticated, get shipped off to the buyer. Wow. Um, and then a few months later, started testing out live shopping. Didn't really you know, think too much of it, but fast forward to now, it's about 98% of the business. That's crazy. Um, where we're in over you know, 30 to 40 categories around. So any, anything from sports cards, Pokemon, all the way down to vintage clothing we just launched legos and coins really <laughs> um we are you know a live social commerce platform um you know majority sports cards right now um and that's where that's where a lot of our focus is but just generally uh, our mission is for it to, uh, to allow anyone to turn their passion into a business um, and so that's what we strive to do love it you said majority of sports cards mm -hmm. that makes sense that's what i would have guessed what's your like second biggest driver the second biggest is uh, our trading card business. So Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, MetaZoo's huge, uh, Magic the Gathering, stuff like that. How about the biggest one that's not a card product? Comic books. Really? Oh. Yeah. Comic books are huge on whatnot. Um, and Funko. I'm not sure exactly which one's bigger, but those two are huge. Those those communities are really passionate. We, we hopped into a comic book live stream once and it did seem like that the passion was there. And I yep. mean, I love comic books. I've got a couple of graded mm -hmm. ones, nothing crazy, but it's a very fun uh, place to be in mm -hmm. and everything. Uh, talk about the, 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 you know, when you grow as much or whatnot grows as much as it has, there's two sides of the coin. You have the sellers, you have the buyers. And I know there's a process for, for verification as sellers on whatnot. How much time do y'all spend on making sure that y'all are balancing it to where, you know, too many sellers, too many buyers? Tell me about that a little bit. Yeah, data is really important to us. Um, and so when we, when we make decisions about how many people we're going to onboard over the course of a week, a month, uh, or, or a quarter, we're looking at the supply and the demand. So if we see there's a lot of untapped demand, we'll start onboarding qualified sellers. Um, it's currently a closed platform, so you have to be accepted to, to sell live. And so 
it's like a seesaw. So when we see, you know, we'll onboard some sellers. Sometimes we'll slow down. We feel like we need to slow down. We're very careful about it uh, to make sure that everyone on our platform is having you know, a good opportunity to succeed. Yeah, and tell me, like, at one point in time, let's just say, like, one day, how many live shows do you think go through it just for sports cards? Because there's so many different categories, but yeah. just for sports cards. It's tough to tell. I'd say on, on peak hours um, in the sports cards category, you can see anywhere from 75 to 100 shows at a, at a given point, um, which is just crazy to That's think. Huge. A year ago, I was breaking, and I was usually like the only one live, and it was awesome. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was really great. But um, Eric's like the good old days. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, seventy-five to one hundred shows at peak hours. I'd say live concurrently. Go ahead, Nate. Uh, what are peak hours for you guys? Yeah, so it changes with the seasons. So what we're seeing in what we saw in the colder months, where the weekdays were actually a lot more popular, or sorry, the weekends were a lot more popular. And then as the weather gets warmer, um, we see people are doing stuff, more stuff on the weekends. So the weekdays get more popular and kind of vice versa. So currently we're seeing a shift towards like peak being like Wednesdays and Thursdays, um, you know, 8 to 10 p.m. on the East Coast. And then it'll shift towards the weekend as the weather gets colder again. So for a perspective, let's just say new seller out there that sees whatnot and likes what it has to offer, they watch us break, they're like, oh man, that's cool, I want to do it too. Um, Obviously, it's not an instant process if someone watches this video and wants yeah. to go sell. But what's their best shot to actually get approved to be a seller, to go on there to start something, to start building a community? Because for me, the reason why I've grown to love not only breaking and whatnot, but just, but just being on whatnot, there's just so many people on whatnot that it makes it feel like right now we're at a live card show. You're talking with the people who are there buying from me that are having a good time. What's someone's best shot to experience that as just someone that maybe isn't, doesn't have a massive brand out yeah, so you, you'll go into the app, you go to your profile, and you submit an application. Um, we used to have a pretty long wait list, honestly. Uh, our application surged a lot more than we expected, and so it was very difficult, and sometimes it did take a few months to hear back. Um, we've since scaled our team, and our, our response time's a lot better. So um, things that we look at are your inventory, your brand, um, but you know something that's really important to us is your intent. You're hungry, and you're willing to kind of grind, and this is your, you know, your passion. You're something you're doing full time. Something that's really important to us. We want people that are going to put their all into this and really, really care. I mean, you are really giving people an opportunity to. It's almost like owning a storefront without owning a storefront. Yeah. Like you can get in front of hundreds of people in a day, or even a handful of people in a day, like you might in a shop. And that's yeah. something I think is very cool because, for us, you know, over the last three years, we were doing, you know, breaking on our YouTube or on Instagram and. For us, it, it went pretty well, given that we have a lot of people that like to follow us and, and interact. But there are people out there who have a very trustworthy brand, and maybe it's not huge, mm -hmm. but it gives them that shot to go on there and really, like you said, build their a business around their passion. When you told me that a few, like a month or two ago, I don't remember when, it was just very cool to see that, because I think that's why we do what we love, and I think yeah. so many people can get involved and do that. Sure. And on the flip side, you know, as buyers, um, how many... I don't know if you have a huge a number to give us, but like, how many buyers do you think are rolling through that platform in a given day? Yeah, I can't really disclose, <laughs> um, um, but you know, the the growth we're seeing is pretty astronomical, especially over the past few months and the amount of new buyers. And so, a lot of sellers are experiencing the benefits of that. Um, they're seeing a lot more people. And honestly, uh, it sounds cliche, but one of our big goals this year is to really grow the industry. We want to grow the size of the pie, convert casual sports fans into um, into sports card fans. And so the first thing we did this year 
in that is we did um, you know a big activation at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, trying to get people who are just you know in the LA area for the Super Bowl to get into sports cards. Uh, you know, work with some some really great athletes and partners, and really get you know someone who likes going to games or someone who likes you know gambling or someone who likes who's a casual sports fan to get them into the hobby. Um, you know, it'll benefit everyone, and so that's what uh, one of our missions is this year. Yeah, because you went from the Super Bowl to NBA All Star Weekend within a week, right? Yeah, back to back. Tell me about that experience because I think for a lot of people, um, we, a lot of people recognize the way to grow the hobby, and especially with Fanatics coming, mm -hmm. is to touch people who are not already collecting. Yeah. Do you see some type of thing, you know, when you're at the Super Bowl at All Star Weekend that, that gets more people in because of the players? You know, you got Trevor Lawrence, you have Cole Anthony coming in, doing things directly with sports cards. Does that help a lot? It, it does, yeah. A lot of the, the fans of these athletes, like, they have no idea, and the athletes themselves have no idea how much these cards actually go for. Once they realize that and they, you know you see comps and you see sales, you see people building multi-million dollar businesses on, on the platform, like it snaps like that for them and they really understand that this is a legit thing. I mean, I had a few people, there was a few people walking around yesterday that were just kind of casual, didn't really know what was going on and explaining them the app and explaining to them you know, what's going on here is like really mind opening and so um, we're looking to do that and really help grow the industry. Gotcha. Uh, one more thing I'm curious about, which I think might help some people. If like if you already are selling on whatnot and you're looking for a way to build your audience further or to you know make people confident in what you're doing, mm -hmm. what's your best recommendation? And I'm not looking for you to give everyone the formula, but yeah. just like something's pretty basic for them. Yeah, uh, I think the number one thing to to succeeding on the platform is consistency. You just want to be a face on the app. Um, you want to be there, you know, as live as much as you possibly can. Really building your brand, being really engaging with the people that hop into your stream. Um, you know, the platform's built in a way where a ton of new people can discover your stream. Anyway, you can make them feel welcomed, educate them, um, and provide them with a really good experience. It's gonna really help you down the line. And it's all about a long game, you know. A lot of the auctions on our platform, um, you know, it's a risk, especially if you start at a dollar. You guys have seen that firsthand. Um, having that long-term mentality of, you know, being okay with giving people deals to acquire them as a long-term customer. Having that mentality is the strongest thing you can have. So, you know, having that long-term mentality and then being a consistent face on the app are two big things. Awesome. Nate, you got anything else? He's at a loss for uh, I, I'll, I'll do one more. One more. <clears throat> Your favorite thing. Favorite thing about one Could be anything. Yeah. Uh, this might sound a little cliche too, but <laughs> Um, the impact that we've had on people's lives is really tremendous. Um, there have been people that, countless sellers that I've worked with that were working full-time jobs elsewhere, have, have you know quit their jobs, opened up offices, hired staff, um, giving their staff benefits. We have sellers on our platform with over 25 employees that are all brand new just because of their sales on whatnot. And just seeing the impact that we're having on their lives and they're building long-lasting multi-million dollar businesses um, just off the back of the platform is really really um, touching it's like a really cool part of my job that I really love so in reality you know whatnot is in the business of live stream selling cards and categories but really it's in the business of providing opportunities for people it is. think about it yeah creating jobs um, and just really giving people opportunity to do what they love just sell cards and hang out um, you know talk to their fans and just have a good time very awesome, very awesome. Um, last thing for the audience, what's the number one goal that as an individual or as a company mm -hmm. you want to achieve in the next three or five years? 
loaded question. <laughs> Super loaded question. Yeah. Um, we're the largest live shopping platform in the country. We're, we're aiming to be the largest live shopping platform in the Western Hemisphere um, across a variety of categories, sports cards being a major focus, but um, allowing anyone who wants to buy something or sell something an opportunity to do so in a really, really accessible, fun, interactive way um, and just continue building our app and our marketplace and just being a really a one-stop shop for people to buy and sell goods. Very awesome. All right, everyone, this is Eric Binder from Whatnot. Thank you, everyone, for watching our second interview here at the Ming Collective show in Vegas. We hope you all have a great rest of your week, and be sure to check out our next interview, which is going to be with Overtime Sam from Overtime.